0: CHAPTER FORTY OF THE WAY OF PERFECTION This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay The Way of Perfection by St. Teresa of Avila Translated by the Reverend John Dalton CHAPTER FORTY She mentions two remedies, whereby we may safely pass amidst our numerous temptations, these, the love and fear of God. O our good master, give us then some remedy, in order that we may escape the snares of our enemy in so dangerous a war. That which we are able to use, daughters, and which his majesty has given us, is love and fear. For love will make us quicken our pace, and fear will make us cautious where we set our feet, in order that we may not fall on the road, where there are so many things to make us stumble, along which we must travel while we live. Thus warned, I can safely assure you we shall not be deceived. You may ask me, by what means you shall discover that you possess these eminent virtues, you have reason for so asking for a certain and clear proof thereof cannot be given because were we sure that we possess love we should be also sure of our being in a state of grace but observe sisters there are some proofs which seem even the very blind see they are not secret and though we may not wish to hear them they send forth cries that make a great noise for there are few who have these in perfection and therefore they are the more manifest. The love and fear of God are like two strong castles, from which war is made against the world and the devil. Those who really love God, love all good, seek all good, encourage all good, commend all good, always join themselves to the good, and acknowledge and defend the good. They love nothing but truth and things worthy to be loved, do you think it possible for those who sincerely love god to love vanities or riches or worldly things or pleasures or honours they have no quarrels they bear no envy all their object is to please only their beloved they are dying with the desire that he would love them and thus they spend their lives in studying how they may please him the most It is impossible that the love of God, if it be indeed love, should be concealed much. Behold it in St. Paul, in Blessed Magdalene. In three days St. Paul began to perceive he was sick with love, and Magdalene perceived it from the first day. And how plainly was it perceived? There is sometimes more and sometimes less, and so love makes itself known, according to its strength. If it be little, it discovers itself a little if great, it manifests itself greatly. But yet, whether it be little or great, if there be the love of God, it is always seen. But respecting that which we are now speaking of, viz. the deceit and illusions which the devil causes in contemplatives, in them love is strong. Their love is ever great, or they could not be contemplatives. And thus love is readily discovered, and in different ways being a great fire it cannot but cast a great light around if love then be wanting in any let them walk with great caution let them know they have good reason to fear let them endeavor to understand what the matter is and make use of frequent prayer let them live in great humility and beseech our lord not to lead them into temptation for truly if we have not this mark i fear we shall fall into temptation but by our walking in humility endeavouring to know the truth being obedient to our confessor and treating with him in sincerity and simplicity as i have said god will be faithful believe me that if you conceive no malice nor discover any pride then the devil is instrumental in giving you life by that wherewith he thinks to give you death though he may seek to delude and affright you But if you feel this love of God, which I have spoken of, and his fear whereof I shall now speak, be cheerful and quiet. For the devil, in order to disturb your soul that it may not enjoy such great blessings, will suggest a thousand false fears, and will also cause others to raise them in you. But as he cannot gain you, he endeavors at least to make you losers in some way. And those to lose likewise, who might gain a great deal, by believing that such great favors as he bestows on such a wicked creature, come from God. But they consider it impossible for him to bestow them, because it seems that sometimes we have forgotten his ancient mercies. Do you think it matters little to the devil to raise these fears? No, for he does two evils hereby. One, by intimidating those who hear it from approaching to prayer, thinking that they must be deceived the other, that many would give themselves more easily to God, by seeing, as I have said, him to be so good, that it is possible for him to communicate himself so much now to sinners. This excites in them a great desire for the like favor, and they have reason, for I know some persons who, encouraged by this, have begun prayer, and in a short time have become true contemplatives, our Lord bestowing on them great favors hence sisters when you see amongst you one on whom our lord bestows these favours praise him greatly for them yet do not therefore consider her safe but rather help her with more fervent prayers for no one can be secure while he lives being engulfed in the dangers of this tempestuous sea thus you will be sure to discover where this love is for i do not see how it can be hid When we love creatures here below, this is said to be impossible, and the more persons endeavor to conceal it, the more it discovers itself. And yet it is a thing so base as not to deserve the name of love, being based upon a mere nothing. It even makes me sick to make use of this comparison. And how then can divine love be concealed, which is so strong? It is a love so just, that it always goes on increasing. And as it has so great an object to love, it sees nothing to induce it to cease loving, and it has many motives to love, all grounded on such a good foundation as that of being rewarded with a return of love. Of this there can be no doubt, for it has been so clearly proved by the great sorrows, and labors, and afflictions, and shedding of blood, even to the loss of life, that so we might not have the least doubt of his love. O oh my God, what a vast difference must there be, between one love and the other, to a soul who has experienced it. May his divine majesty make us understand it, before he takes us out of this life, for it will be a great comfort at the hour of our death, to see we are going to be judged by him whom we have loved above all things. We may rest secure about the subject of our debts, We are not going to a strange land, but to our own native country, since it is his whom we love so exceedingly, and who loves us. And this love, beyond all the rest, has this advantage over the earthly loves, viz., that in loving him we are sure that he loves us. Remember, my daughters, the gain which this love brings with it, and also what a loss it is when we have not love. For then we fall into the hands of the tempter, into hands so cruel, so hateful of all good, and so bent upon all evil. What will become of the poor soul, which immediately falls into such hands, when she has just been freed from the pains and torments attendant on the pangs of death? What a poor repose does she find! How quickly does she descend into hell, cut into a thousand pieces! What a multitude of serpents surround her in various ways! What a dreadful place it must be! What a miserable lodging must be there! If any trouble can scarcely be endured here in this world, by a rich person delicately brought up, and such as these must go there, how will that unfortunate soul, think you, endure such torments for ever? Let us not desire delicacies, daughters, for we are well enough in this house." The poor accommodation is, as it were, but for one night. Let us praise God and force ourselves to do penance in this life. But how sweet will death be to one who has done penance for all his sins and escapes purgatory. Perhaps even from this time he begins to enjoy heavenly glory. He shall find no fear within him, but solid peace. Now if we do not reach this degree, sisters, since it is possible, it will be great cowardice on our part. Let us beg of God, that if we must suffer immediately after death, it may be in a place where we may endure our sufferings willingly, with the hope of being released from them, and where we may not lose his friendship and grace which he gives us in this life, that so we may not fall into temptation without our knowing it. End of chapter forty.